Welcome to the Embody Your Design Podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. All right. Awesome. I'm very excited to do this, which I mentioned before. Um, And usually at the beginning, I ask um, everybody like, okay, what's your knowledge of human design before? But I I heard you say like, oh, you're pretty new. You are your projector and don't really know what that means or anything like that. Um, And then the other uh, the other thing I like to say is like this reading, it's it's for you. It's for you to gain an understanding and knowledge about um, yourself and how your energy flows. So if I'm sharing something and you have a question or um, you need more clarification or you're not sure what something means, like please interrupt and ask. Like I really like this to be an interactive session. And I also want to thank you for um, being willing to um, do this, especially as I'm like playing around with different ways of um, like marketing and putting and putting some things out there. So I really appreciate you um, being able to do this with me. So thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. Okay. So um, the first part, like with uh, with human design, like what it is, it's a it's a system and it combines astrology, the chakras, the um, I Ching, the Kabbalah, and some science, like um, a little bit of chemistry and quantum physics, all these things all together, and it gives you like a map to how your energy flows and what. I really love about human design is like it kind of, it kind of tells you how you operate and you can use it in pretty much any area of your life. Um, however, you look at this chart and it's like, what am I looking at? Like, <laughs> what are all these shapes? What are these arrows? What are these lines? What is everything that I'm looking at? And I want to tell you, like, just for um, introductory purposes. You don't necessarily need to know what all the little pieces mean. And that's okay. Like, give your brain a little bit of a break. And like, okay, I don't need to know what everything is unless if it's something you choose to want to uh, fully dive into. Um, but based on like this, this is your, uh, what's called the body graph, um, where all the shapes are and they're colored in or white. Uh, we'll go over that, um, if, if we have time, we'll go over that. Um, but basically like the combination of, um, the colored and not colored in, it gives you one of five different human design types. And so your, um, aura type is a projector. And this is a very, 
it's very generalized. So if there's some things that I share and you're like, oh, I don't quite relate to that, but I relate to this, that's perfectly okay. Um, the thing with projectors, they um, you make up about 20, I wanna say 20% of the collective and um, projectors are um, here to be more of like the like leaders and managers of the collective. And like, you're here to guide other people. Like you have these um, like incredible insights that you see things in a way that not everyone else sees them. And um, projectors are one of the, if you hear like a non-energy type. And so um, that's not to say you can't have energy or anything like that. I know some projectors including my nephew, he is like super highly energetic and like just runs around like crazy and like <laughs> to to be a child again, right? Um, yeah. But there, there's also some adults I know who are just very like fiery, um, who are projectors. So um, don't be alarmed by the like non-energy type thing. But like projectors have this, you have this ability to see things from this, um, unique level. Um, and like I said, the um, projectors, energy types, it's more meant to be like the managers and like the guides of the collective because you have this bird's eye view of seeing, of seeing things. However, um, there can be this maybe not wanting to be like active or um, as much energy to get things done as uh, as other people. Because uh, about like 70% of the collective, they're what are called the generators. If you've heard that term thrown around, now you said human design has come up a lot. Um, like yeah, and like pretty much everybody I see is like a generator or a manifesting yes. generator. I'm like, I'm a projector, what does it mean? <laughs> Yes, yes. I'm, I'm personally, I'm a manifesting generator and I have a lot of, I have a lot of energy. Um, and I like, uh, you know, for me personally, it's like, I see, I'm like, wait, why are people tired all the time? Like, I don't get it. I'm just like, eh, running around. But I, yeah, I recognize like, okay, not everyone's quite like me. Um, and there's nothing wrong with either, either or whatever. Um, but I guess like the biggest thing to give yourself permission to like rest a little bit, like if you, um, don't feel like you can keep up with people, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that everybody has different, everybody has different paces that they work at. And so, um, with this projector energy type, it's more, um, about like you have this bird's eye view and you can have these like incredible insights and seeing um, and seeing things in a way that not everyone else sees them, which is like really, really cool. Um, it's almost like a lot of projectors, they almost have like the answers that people are looking for, which I think is really cool. <laughs> I love the projector type. That's like my personal um my personal thing and trying to the thing with uh so within each type there's a strategy and you may have heard this waiting for the invitation um you can see it written here um 
it's waiting for the invitation. And this is like the strategies. It's about how you interact with life and also the people around you. And I like to use this analogy. If you've ever received unsolicited advice and how that has sat with you, it's like if um, somebody's giving you advice, you don't really want to hear it. You're not likely to listen to it. However, when you're out there asking for advice and, um, and, or like a specific person, like asking a specific person for advice, you're more likely to like listen to them and like receive it better because it was invited in. And so that's really what this strategy is about. It's about like sitting back and waiting for people to come to you in order for you to share like your insights and the insights that you have with the other person. It's um, not, it's, it's not about like always like jumping in and this, it, it is an energetic invitation. So it may not be somebody saying to you like, hey, I invite you to share with me. Um, it may be somebody coming and maybe asking you a question or um, maybe it's, you can just, you may be able to just tell um, that somebody is wanting your insights or it could be like, or if you're not sure, you can always ask and say something like, hey, can I share something with you? Or can I um, tell you something? Can I, you know, anything like that? And that way um, the other person is open to receiving what you have to say. Um, this waiting for the invitation also doesn't mean that you can't like live your life. Like if people don't know um, that you exist or know um, like what you are an expert in or what you can give advice about, then they're not likely going to ask you. So just, you know, live like living your life, like, you know, talking to people, interacting with people like that's, uh, you know, it's not like, oh, I have to hide. I can't say anything. It's just um, like, still like live your life. Still, you know, do do things that you love to do. Um, if you're on social media, like, you know, talk on social media, whatever. Um, but it's just more about people are more likely going to receive it and it's going to like um, flow a little bit better if you're waiting for that uh, recognition and the invitation. Um, like recognition is also like a really big thing to you. Like being recognized just feels really good. A lot of projectors that I work with or um, one of my closest friends is a projector. Um, actually like uh, a little bit of a similar chart to yours actually, uh, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, but it like... When somebody gives you a compliment, it feels really good. When somebody recognizes you or says thank you for um, the work that you've done, like it, it, it just feels really good. And when sometimes like some things can come up where oh, you feel there can be this feeling of nobody sees me, nobody's paying attention to me. Nobody likes me. It's just like remembering those times where people have recognized you that can really help to uh, kind of bring you out of that. It's just to 
remember those times where you have been recognized and also uh, recognizing your own gifts, like uh, going, there's a coach that I have um, been in her programs before where she encourages people to like brag on themselves, like just share really awesome things that you've done or share things that maybe things you've done where you've stepped out of your comfort zone, that can also be something that's uh, really helpful. Do you have any questions or anything so far? No, I mean, I resonate with a lot of it. A lot of it makes sense because I definitely like get myself into some of those patterns, especially when you said like, I feel so unseen because that's so true. Sometimes I just sit over here and just be like, how come nobody sees what I'm doing? But (laughs) I really appreciate that reminder that there is also evidence that I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Um, and within uh, with each of the five types, there's also something called a signature and a not self theme. If it shows, here you go signature. There we go. It's written there. Um, So the projector signature is success. And this success is all about like that recognition piece, which I was just talking about. Like um, the success is when you're recognized for your talents and your efforts and your gifts and also having your advice being taken. And even to the next level, like having people like recommend you, like you know, um, you know, people bragging about you, like, you know, oh, I've got, like, I've got this friend here, or I've worked with this person, or, um, you know, recommending you for, uh, for things, like, whether, um, I know, I forgot to ask, like, do you have a business, or, um, yeah, I do, you do, awesome, yeah, Yes. Okay. So in terms of like business, like when people are like referring you, uh, you know, you get a message like, Hey, I refer you or you get a message from somebody saying like, Oh, just so-and-so like recommended, um, you to me, like, I want to work with you or whatever. Um, that feel that's like the epitome of that, like success signature, like moving towards those kinds of moments where, you're, feel, you're feeling really good. Um, and this is like your highest vibrational frequency when these things are happening, like, okay, I'm in my highest vibrational frequency, things are good, things are great. Um, and then the other end of this, I, and I should say, I do like to say that these are, these are just signs of being in alignment or not in alignment. It's not necessarily like, if I'm not successful, my life is all wrong and everything's all wrong and like, let's freak out. Like, no, it's just, okay, like, yes, I'm on the right track here. But this not self-theme, it's just, I like to call it the red, the red flags. Like, hey, let's take a look at like what's going on. Something's a little funky in my energy here. So let's take a look here. And for projectors, this is bitterness. This is this, it's pretty much kind of what you said, where people aren't recognizing you. You're thinking like, like bitterness towards not feeling um, seen or being seen, recognized or valued. Um, 
And some things where this can come up is because of like maybe not waiting um, for the correct invitations or like getting bitter with other people for, um, for not seeing you. And so like this recognition piece is, it's a really huge theme, uh, theme for the projectors. So um, moving, how I like to look at it is investing your energy with the people who are recognizing you and seeing you um, for the gifts that you have and like not dwell, focusing your time on the people who um, like don't recognize you. And in terms of business, this could be like putting your time and effort into like maybe where you're getting engagement on social media or like people are like interacting with you and there's um, a conversation going and, and kind of straying away from the places um, where you're getting like crickets, like um, I've been diving more into, and this is where this whole thing with the like, the shift in the podcast is coming from. But a lot of the times on like Facebook and Instagram, your content lives for, it's like, if it doesn't get picked up within a day, then it's like dead and you're putting a lot of energy into it. But on places like YouTube or like a podcast or, um, TikTok um, or Pinterest, the content lives longer. And so there's more likely going to be more uh, people who like see you and recognize you and recognize you for your gifts, um, even if something doesn't necessarily get traction right away, like if that makes uh, any sort of sense. So um, really like focusing your energy more on where you're going to be getting recognition and feeling that more success feeling and moving away towards the things that um, are leaving you feeling bitter. Um, I, I told you before, I have like a, a projector friend similar to your chart. She just did like a social media detox from like Facebook and Instagram. She's on that right now because she was feeling that bitterness. And so moving away from that and into something that, uh, into something that feels better and she's been able to get random uh, clients not uh, because she's moved away from the bitterness and like stepped into areas where she was feeling um, more successful, even if it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense like business strategy wise, but by working on clearing up her energy a little bit and moving away from that not self theme, she was able to, um, you know, moving more into her signature and be able to see a little bit more success in her life and her business. Uh, do you have any questions about anything? Nope. That all makes a lot of sense to me. It resonates a lot. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. So then the next piece that I go over in um, just like a general introductory reading is the inner authority here, which yours is Lenick. Um, and what this means is like each of us have, um, if we think about like all these shapes in your chart, they're, they are what are called the centers in your human design. If they're like a, um, 
board of directors for a company and like you're the you're the like company like or the CEO like the head honcho um, and then you have all these people who are like underneath you um, these are the centers the authority is the one that you should listen to like the most like powerful voice the one um yeah, the one voice you should listen to, whereas everything else, there are all, all these other like voices thinking, ah, what should I do? What should I do? And so your spleen, this is all about um, your intuition. And um, the spleen is the physical awareness center. These, um, the centers are influenced by the chakras, if you are familiar with the chakra system. Um, I personally learned the human design stuff first, so, but I do recognize like, okay, some people know the chakras pretty well, um, but the spleen, it's your physical awareness center. It's about what's healthy for you and it's um, your intuition. And so you inherently like know what is correct for you. And so this um, authority of your, the splenic authority, it can come it can show up as like a ping or an intuitive hit or this sense of like inner knowing, like saying like, I just know um, that this is meant for me. And um, some splenic authorities that I have um, worked with or uh, spoken to about it have said that all of a sudden they'll just get like this intuitive hit and it won't make sense. Uh, one person had said um, with a decision she made that she moved her wedding up by like four months and that made no sense. But it turns out that uh, like a family member, um, like if she would have had the wedding at the original date, like a family member would have been had like passed away and wouldn't have been able to attend. So it was actually like a really good idea to like move the wedding forward like but they had no idea about this or she had no idea about this like while she was making that decision um and there some it's just these you know these things you're like wait what this is why this happened okay cool um and so really like paying attention to your intuition and your connection to your intuition is is really important and you do really have a strong um, connection to your intuition. It's kind of hard to see on here, um, but you do have like right here, numbers really tiny, that's gate 57, like the numbers are the gates and that's the gate of intuition. So you really do have like a strong intuitive sense. And so when you're making a decision just asking yourself the question, like, what is healthiest for me or what's healthy for me or what do I know? Um, that can be really helpful to help you tune into it. And the other piece of this is, is to, um, when you're making decisions, like try to, especially for bigger ones, like try to make them when you're on your own um, versus it may be harder to hear it when you're in a room full of people because uh, that intuition can kind of be this, it's this quiet sense of inner knowing and you're um, designed to listen to that. And you can make, you can make the decision like really quickly. And so sometimes what happens 
is, is like you have this inner sense of knowing, but then your mind likes to argue, be like, wait, but that doesn't make logical sense. Like, I can't do this. Uh, but it's, you're really meant to like follow, uh, follow that intuition and follow that intuitive hit. Uh, do you have any questions or anything about that? About that part? No, it's, it resonates a lot, but you did say that it, um, is associated with chakras. So what chakra is this, uh, the spleen connected to? Of course, <laughs> it's one of the two chakras that like split, like, um, within the human design. So it's part of the solar plexus, um, okay. the solar, um, in the human design centers, the solar plexus chakra is split between the spleen and then the emotional solar plexus, uh, which is over here. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then that kind of segues me um, into talking about, like, uh, I'm going to do it fairly briefly. The kids, we could go forever. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. There is a reason why uh, one of the uh, one of the human design uh, coaching programs that I, or certification that I went through uh, was like a nine month thing, and some people study it for years and years. So, which I have, but anyways, I digress. Um, so. All of these, like I said, all these um, shapes, they are the, what are called the centers. In general, if they are white, that means that they are um, undefined or um, something called open. Um, but it, essentially that means is that you don't have consistent energy flowing in there. And so you are more influenced by... Um, either other people or what's going on in the cosmos, um, environment, because I'm learning more about this, but pretty much everything has a human design, including like animals and pets and plants and the earth, like everything. It's just, you could go, you could go nuts with everything. Yeah, well, but, I mean, everything, everything is energy, so it makes yes. sense that everything has a design too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And it's just like, okay, we could go forever. So um, right up at the top, this is the head center. It's associated with the crown chakra. Um, a majority of the collective has this undefined. And um, this is where ideas, inspiration, um, questions come from. And um, it deal, it's the mental pressure center. So this is where like mental pressure comes from. And so you uh, feel like external um, mental mental pressure. Um, the thing to keep in mind with this is to there like some signs of being out of alignment can be just trying to find inspiration, like always being like seeking inspiration like outside of you, and especially as um, as a business owner, if you've you know, work with coaches or anything like that, you may feel like you need to jump into like a coach's program to be in their energy. Uh, that may not be that correct decision for you. So 
again, going back to your intuition, like really paying attention to, okay, what is correct for me versus am I feeling a lack of inspiration right now? And is that why I'm deciding to invest in this? Or am I investing in this just to be in this coach's energy because I'm feeling really inspired? Um, just questions to ask and something to be um, to be made aware of. Um, some things to help clear any like mental pressure that you're feeling um, would be like meditations, um, breathing, move, getting into your body and moving your body, um, like some maybe some light workouts, um, walks that can be really helpful just to like clear some of that um, mental pressure that you're feeling. Um, is there anything coming up in that area? Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like an hourly occurrence, girl. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it's like I said, a lot of people have this undefined. Um, and again, like everything is energy, everything is continuous, so it's not just like a oh one and done, this is fixed. It's just something to be aware of, and I know it can get like frustrating or annoying um to keep on doing it but just keep on <laughs> just yeah. keep on doing it keep on like moving through it like being aware of it and being able to work with your energy can just make it so much easier to like break the pattern instead of like staying in the same pattern um continuing on the same like theme here we have this um purple guy here this is what's called your Ajna. This is associated with the third eye chakra. And it's where you're taking all these thoughts and your questions and you're processing that. It's the mental awareness center. It's where you're taking your thoughts and you're forming opinions, you're um, forming perspectives. And since it's colored in, and if you run, this is like a personal like branded chart. Uh, that I have, so it um, it might look like it look different on other sites. The color, the actual color of the centers, do not matter. It just matters if it's colored in. That means it's defined. Okay, Let me clarify that. <laughs> um, but the Ajna, this is um, since you have this defined, you are designed to you form your own like opinion and perspective. Um, when it in terms of working with like limiting beliefs, this is where it can get a little there's a little bit more work to overcome them. Um, I also I have a defined ajna, so um, I my beliefs come a lot of my beliefs, at least that I um that I've been working with, it's not like I don't believe something simply because someone told me to believe it. It's because I came to my own conclusion about it. Um, and sometimes that is because somebody, a lot of different people would tell me things like all. And so I was like, oh, then this must be true. But um, this is where you can, uh, people with defined ashness can be very opinionated and very like stuck in their opinion, like stuck in their ways, um, not really, there's a little bit, at least for me, like it's a little bit of a struggle for me to see things from another person's point of view. 
like I want to, but I'm like, I really just, I don't see it all the time. And there's nothing necessarily wrong with it. Um, and it's just something to be aware of. And um, when you're working with and shifting your limiting beliefs, it's almost like you need to present like a legal case. Like I think of like lawyers and like courtrooms and stuff, like just, okay, this is what I need. I need like all the evidence um, that I can in order, uh, that I can get in order to shift this opinion. And so just uh, being aware of that, the, again, there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but when you're aware of it, that's where you can um, take steps to shift it. Like I tend to say things like, I'm, I see that I don't really see it your way, but I recognize that you have a different perspective than I do. I am just gonna, uh, I'm gonna have my opinion, you can have your opinion, and we can all be friends. Uh, and not like try, uh, this, this is especially with relationships with people that I don't necessarily agree with, whether it's family, whether it's romantic, whether it's friends, um, where I do, you know, you do have to work with people who have different opinions. So, um, just getting into this like, okay, we're going to agree to disagree kind of a thing and not trying to like convince the other person to agree with you or trying to convince the um, another person to agree with you. That's like the key part here. Um, do you have I feel like I've mastered that because yes. I always say that to my husband. I'm like, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this then because mm -hmm. I don't want to start a fight about it. I see things very differently than you do, but I still love you, but I don't want to have an argument <laughs> yes yeah exactly exactly <laughs> um and again like and yes and then with working with limiting beliefs it's like um sh shifting things like I know money mindset's a big one or like working like in your business um if you've started out and then you're just like I have no clients how do I break out like it, it can kind of you know, giving yourself evidence of like, okay, it's possible for other people. So it's possible for me. And like, um, surrounding yourself with people who are doing the things that you want to do and like, um, being able to get into their heads and like, find out like, okay, what do, what are they believing and everything and getting into like that kind of mindset that can be like really helpful just to shift, shift things around for you. Okay. Um, and then this guy here, this is the throat center, pretty self-explanatory. It's, uh, it's also, um, referred to as the manifestation center because it's taking everything that's within you and your voice is bringing it out into existence, which is like what manifestation is all about. It's taking all your internal world and putting it into the external world. And so with a defined throat, you just have consistent um, you have consistent energy that is coming out and 70% uh, uh, of the collective has a defined throat. Um, and so you have like, um, you have like a consistent way of speaking, consistent way of like, um, put, like putting things out there. And so uh, that's pretty much like the throat, like out of alignment with the throat would either be like not speaking when you feel like you have something to say 
or talking a lot, um, which my mom does. <laughs> I always share this, like we went and saw this movie and she, on the, I was driving, uh, driving her back home and literally like the whole car, she repeated the same thing over and over and over again. Um, she, my mom has a defined throat, like my whole, pretty much my whole family does. Um, but like just talked, I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that's like an out of alignment, like throat, just talking to hear themselves talk and not really contributing <laughs> to a conversation, which we all do it. Um, but just being aware of it, being like conscious of what you're saying and how you're saying it uh, and giving, uh, being sure that the like conversations are happening and you're not necessarily talking over people like allowing pe other people to have a word in. Uh, okay. And then this next guy here, this diamond here, this is the G center. This is, um, this is a part of the heart chakra. Um, I think I mentioned before with the spleen, like uh, two of the chakras kind of split into two different centers in the human design. So the heart chakra goes uh, with this G center and this guy here. Um, and the G center, this is all about your identity. This is your sense of self and like where you're, where you're going. And um, since this is defined, like you have this consistent sense of who you are and your um and your sense of direction. This doesn't necessarily mean you can't like change or evolve or adapt or anything, but um, like the opposite uh, or the people who have undefined G-centers, they are kind of like the social chameleons who maybe they'll be like the good goody two shoes, like religious person who goes to church. And then with another group of friends, maybe like, you know, a little bit, I don't know, like looser or something, like they adapt, like based on who they are around, whereas the defined, it's pretty consistent. Um, do you have any like questions about that? Um, well, what's like, what's the negative side of having the defined G-Center? Um, out of alignment would be like feeling like you're too much or this, um, I have a, def I have a lot of defined energy, <laughs> but like for me out of alignment has looked like, um, not knowing who I am, questioning who I am, not being confident in who I am. Um, and like hiding your authenticity and thinking like you need to be like somebody else. Um, and not like, owning the fullness of, of who you are. Um, and then moving into alignment, it's like being certain in who you are. You're expressing yourself like authentically and boldly. Uh, for me, this has evolved um, like in romantic partnerships, I would not not be confident in who I was and just kind of like go with the flow and not really share what I liked or what I didn't like. Um, and now I've, uh, in the past like year or so, 
I've been able to, it's like, I know who I am. Um, I would be expressing myself more as in like, oh, you know what? I really don't like watching this TV show, but a part of who I am, and this is a part of my human design, like I like to try things. I like to try things once, see if I like it. I'm not going to know if I like it until I try it. And it was like, it was mistaken where I thought like I had to like what other people liked and like not really be able to express um like who I was or what I liked I don't yeah and but then like as I got confident in who I was and who I am I was able to say like oh you know I'm not the kind of person who really likes this tv show I wanted to try it but that's not really like you know I'm not or I don't really like going to big loud noisy places like bars and stuff like that and so being, and it was like being able to express who I was in the little things that really made like the big difference. It wasn't about like that big, like who I am, like I need a tagline or I need like this. No, it's just being able to express who I was in the little moments and being able to communicate. Does that make, does that make yeah. sense? Okay. Absolutely. I resonate more with the side that's out of alignment, unfortunately, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> when I first learned my human design um, in really like the beginning of 2020, I was, I was at the same place and that's okay. Like that's where I like, you know, I, I encourage people to like um, just start small like sharing, maybe sharing with somebody like, oh, I really don't like watching this TV show. Can we like not watch this anymore? Um, or, you know, with friends, like, oh, I don't really want to, I'm not the kind of person who goes to or does this kind of thing. Like I recognize, like you guys like doing it. I'll, maybe I'll do it a couple, once or twice because you enjoy it, but this isn't really me. Being, and even being able to say it, you know, and say it in a way that feels like safe, that can be really huge. Yeah. Um, and then this other little triangle here, this is the ego center. It's also referred to as the heart center sometimes. This is about um, desires and willpower. So you do have willpower. Um. Only 30% of the collective has this defined. So if you, the thing with this is like when you, if you say you're going to do something, you can make yourself have the energy to get it done. But it can lead to burnout. Like no matter, I know you're the projector, the lower energy type. This is like an even bigger warning, but I'm saying for me, I have a defined ego. I've burnt myself out. on like willpower um, because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh, So the thing to, out of alignment looks like being like very forceful, very competitive, wanting to win for the sake of winning, Um, like this really like big drive. And it's also um, just a general theme, like out of alignment is being burnt out. And that's something that you may be experiencing um, either from um, the ego here 
um, or this is the sacral and you have this undefined. And then right down here, this is the root. You also have that undefined. Like, so if you're pushing yourself too hard, that can lead to burnout. Um, so the thing to pay attention with ego is be intentional with what you say you're going to do and what I call like being realistic about your energy. I have to do this too. Like, am I being realistic? Um, with the amount of energy and what the capacity you have, like in the bigger picture, like, yes. Um, I don't know, like maybe you have somebody like, yeah, maybe you have somebody who wants to work with you and you have time, like in the moment you might be like, yeah, I have time. Like, I don't have um, I don't have like clients, I don't have obligations, but maybe you're not thinking about like in two weeks where some of this work is actually going to get done. Maybe you have like a family obligation or maybe it's like two weeks before Christmas and you forget it's Christmas or something. And I mean, if you celebrate Christmas, I don't know, um, just examples, but like, you know, thinking about the bigger picture versus just like right now in this moment, I have the energy. Oh yeah, I can do this. And then wait I forgot about that um and then pushing through because you said you were going to get it done um that can lead to that can lead to burnout um so just taking a second looking at the overall big picture and um is and when you're making decisions like your intuition is going to guide you that inner sense of knowing it's going to be like quiet it's going to feel like good Whereas there can be this like desire, like, ooh, I want this. Ooh, I want to get this done or I need to prove myself and get this done. Um, if you're in an, an energy of proving, that's probably from the ego. And it's not necessarily a bad thing, but like really connecting back to your intuition and to like that overall feeling, being realistic with your energy. Uh, do you have any questions? Um, what's the, what's like the in alignment energy with that? This is being like, it's owning your desires. Like, you know, you have desires, like not feeling guilty that you have them. Um, it's that being intentional with that willpower that you have, like okay. you like you have the willpower to get, get things done, but that doesn't mean you're not going to suffer burnout at the end. Um, my yeah. big willpower thing in 2014, I decided one day and I'm like, I'm not skinny. I'm not like any, I was like, I'm going to run a half marathon in 12 weeks. And I did it. Um, and I did it in the, I said I was going to do it in three hours. I ran it in three hours, <laughs> like on the dot. But after that, I was like, I'm tired. Yeah, um, just like dead for a week after. <laughs> yeah. And then I never, even though I resisted it for a while, but I pretty much never wanted to run again. And so I don't run anymore. But it's just, okay, I did it. But then I need to rest a lot. And um, not like... As long as if you're taking care of your body, like physically and 
okay. Um, like recognizing, okay, maybe this, I did like, you know, desire to do something and I'm doing it and I'm pushing myself a little bit, but also giving yourself time to rest afterwards. And if you recognize a pattern of, oh, I say like, I have this willpower and I do this and like, I have this strong desire to do it. But then afterwards, I feel like really icky or I'm started, if you start to feel like bitterness, yeah. that's something to notice. Okay, let me like take a step back and ask myself, am I just operating under the same pattern as before? Or is this something that my intuition is guiding me and supporting me? And also, um, that's something to just, um, just pay attention to like that. The in alignment is, yeah, being intentional. Um, honoring your energy and being like mindful of what you promise to do, but it's also like owning your desires um, and um, like being confident, like being like, yeah, I want what I want and there's nothing wrong with this. Like that's okay. Cause there can be like a lot of shame around um, wanting what you want and like being selfish a little bit. There's a little bit of selfish energy there, but um, it's not a bad thing. Like it, to have your desires, it's not going to hurt anyone else. So, right. Yeah. Um, really quick. I always say that. Um, and this, this guy here, this is the emotional solar plexus and it's white. So it's undefined. So this, that you can be like picking up and amplifying the emotions of people around you. And so the thing to, um, like pay attention to is like how uh, how are you like handling your emotions it, like you may have been called like sensitive um, or maybe overly emotional if you were feeling what somebody else was feeling and then like amplifying it um, all I, the time yep yeah <laughs> yes 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 um so um people pleasing can come out of this um, wanting to fix other people's emotions, make sure everybody else is feeling good. So you feel good. Um, yeah. that's like something to pay attention to. So, um, out of alignment is having like no filter with your emotions and just like feeling it all, letting it all come in, taking everything on as your own when it's not necessarily, um, and it can also be completely shutting off your emotions and not letting yourself feel anything, like completely like blocking it off and stuffing, um, stuffing things down and this like absence of emotion. Um, and so getting into alignment looks like recognizing, uh, recognizing when something is your own and when it's not um because you can be picking up from things from like if you watch tv if you read books uh, more likely the tv i think uh, although books can be emotional too uh, um that like the book thing just like popped in today i was like oh interesting um but 
being able to recognize like what's yours and what's not. Um, not some, um, I personally have a defined emotional center, um, but some people that I have done readings for or just people that I know, they've done like visualization, like meditations where they, um, yeah, like they visualize like a protective bubble on them, around them, like when they know they're going to maybe encounter somebody who's emotional or if something's happening, they can like, they just 30 seconds, little quick little visualization. And they've said that that has helped. Um, having healthy outlets for emotions is helpful too. Um, you know, like moving your body, um, screaming if you need to, like into a pillow or in your car. Um, I'm trying to, um, using like sage or like this is a sage spray that I have just to kind of just clear some of that emotional energy, just kind of moving around, um, using crystals. The, um, those are some things that um, some people I've worked with have found helpful, whatever works for you. Um, being, yeah, being able to like dance is another thing just to help, like moving your body out, um, being able to like clear your emotions um, or the emotions that you're picking up from other people. That can be really helpful or getting like re having um, someone do Reiki on you um, or learn or maybe even getting attuned to do like self Reiki. I think that's, um, I think that's Reiki one, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I so, have my master, so I'm good. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know all the things. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. No. I love, um, <laughs> I, no, my, I learned, so I, I learned Reiki from somebody, but she then became like, um, a born, a born again Christian. And it was just the weird, like, it wasn't like official Reiki one, but it what so I'm just I don't know um I know like a little bit but I don't do I think I was like attuned to do like self-reiki but I like to have people do it too so uh, yeah. it's always better <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so if you know all that then you all know that so you know about like just clear just clearing it out that can be helpful um, do you have anything that you wanted to kind of talk about with the emotions? Because I know you said you feel them. Sometimes people like to talk about it. Sometimes people don't. Yeah, well, like for me, I had the recognition probably about a few years ago that I was very um, empathetic and that I would constantly take things on that weren't mine. And once I really learned how to start setting boundaries and protecting my aura, I managed to balance that part really well. So I'm very good at that. Um, I mean, of course, I still pick up emotions. I still sometimes take on things that aren't mine. I think that's natural. Um, but I at least now have the awareness. Like usually when I'm in it, I'm like, oh my God. But then like when I have a moment to think about it, it's like, oh, this isn't mine. Let's just let it go. Let's release it. Let's get rid of it. Let's cleanse and just go be for a minute. 
beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Um, you're not the only one who's like, um, it's like a hit or miss. Sometimes people are like, wait, I'm in this right now. And some people, and it's like, oh, I already went through this. And this is just yeah. giving me some validation as to why. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, yeah. uh, so then this square here, second from the bottom, this is your sacral. You have this undefined. Um, and that's why I said like projectors are the non-energy type. It's because you don't have um, this defined. The sacral is the like life force battery. It's the center for like creativity and pleasure. And this doesn't mean you can't have pleasure or have fun or have any energy or anything like that. Um, it just means like you're here to work smarter and not harder. And um, out of alignment, again, like I said, it's like that burnout, like really like bitter, frustrated um, with projectors or like undefined sacral. So that can be manifestors or reflectors also. There can also be this like addiction to caffeine, um, which can burn out your adrenals. So um, I don't know if you... I actually can't drink coffee, so... <laughs> well, caffeine comes in many forms. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm personally true, a tea but... drinker. Um, but yeah, just being aware of how much caffeine um, you're consuming. I know you said you can't have coffee, but... Yeah, I don't um, do tea either. I don't do pop. Um, the only place I might get a little bit of caffeine is maybe chocolate. Oh, okay. Then, you, then yeah. you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... Um, I worked at Starbucks for 12 years, and there would be people who would come in three or four times a day for, like, large coffees with, like, shots in them. Um, so that's more what I mean, like, yeah. how much are you drinking a day? If you're having like one equivalent of like one coffee a day or one tea a day, that's not what I'm talking about. It's like, but you're fine. Um, in alignment, this is where you're having like boundaries around your time and energy and your um, taking rest. Um, something I didn't mention before with the types because uh, this is the hit or miss, but sometimes projectors do better with more frequent but shorter periods of sleep. So sleeping like six to seven hours a night instead of like eight to nine, and then incorporating a nap um, during the day. So that might be helpful or like periods of rest where you're not necessarily working, but doing something to like rejuvenate, like like rest could even be like a leisurely walk um, outside just to kind of get the air and nature and all the things, or it can be like, you know, reading outside, sitting outside, um, resting can be like crafting or something, something where you're not like putting a ton of F physical like effort or even like mental effort in. So just incorporating rest throughout the day, like um, things that feel really good. Um, okay. I talked a little bit about like the spleen when we were talking about your authority. Um, but the thing to keep in mind, um, with this is again, like you have this strong intuitive sense. So when you're asking other people for like advice or guidance, um, this is a sign of 
being out of alignment um in me when a few years ago like I was really struggling in like a romantic partnership and um out of alignment I was constantly like in Facebook groups like asking the same question like I needed everybody else's advice instead of just trusting what my intuition was telling me which was to just run from the hills from this relationship because it's not good for me um and it took me like over a year to like finally listen um but that's like that kind of energy like if you're asking and I've seen this with um with some people that I know who have defined splings, like they're asking everybody the same question instead of just trusting in yourself. And so like in alignment is where you're listening to your intuition, like you're trusting in yourself, you know what's healthy for you and you're not listening to other people. I mean, yes, you can like intentionally like ask for advice from a friend, but it's not like you're depending on somebody else's information versus trusting in yourself. Um, right. Yeah. Do you have any questions about that? No, that makes sense. That, that one actually feels pretty in alignment for me. I, I'm more the type of person that's like, I'll listen to what you have to say if you offer your opinion. But at the same time, like I'm going to take time with it and I'm going to think about that and I'll let you know what resonates with me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not like this frantic I need your opinion <laughs> it like yeah like exactly. out of line it always feels like tight and it, at least to me it feels like really like tight and icky but when it's like in alignment when it's like in flow it just it feels good it's like moving through it's just um and then finally down here this is the root um this is the physical pressure center and it deals with like stress um, adrenaline, the pressure to do things. This is my only undefined center. And so I like feel this, um, with this being undefined, like you feel pressure outside of you. Um, and you're not designed to constantly like be going and, um, urgency is, um, kind of, I don't, it can be bad for you. It's more like, so if somebody's like, some people in my life will say like, oh my gosh, I need you to do this right now. And like, all of a sudden, like I panic. I'm just like, what? It's like, you have your own like sense of timing with things, but um, like, yeah, that urgency can bring that like a little bit of like a panic factor, but it's like, it's okay, it's okay. Um, but with the undefined root, it's it's very much like you you almost like need some external deadlines in order to get things done. Um, like I I like it when things are on a schedule. Um, I have a new job right now where everything's very in flow, and I'm just like, oh no, this isn't good. I have to give myself a schedule, otherwise things will go fall to the wayside. Um, so giving yourself a schedule, but having it be like flexible and not like super rigid, um, that can be um, helpful. Like out of alignment kind of looks like um, resentment or feeling guilty for like not really doing 
a lot or not really wanting to be like super active. Um, and like resentment to towards people maybe who are making you feel like you aren't doing enough. And it's not necessarily that they're saying this to you, but it could be like other people around you who are like moving like a fast paced life and are just super active and always busily doing things. And that can make you feel like you're not enough. Um, and it's just kind of like real, giving yourself permission to rest when you want to rest, work and get things done and trusting that everything is going to get done that needs to get done. And just kind of taking that like pressure off of yourself. Like, yes, the pressure is there, but you don't always need to like take it on as your own kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, do you have any questions or anything with that? No, that makes a lot of sense that it kind of puts some things into perspective as to like, why maybe I do the things that I do. <laughs> I know, I know. This is, this is the one that I'm constantly, I'm constantly in battle with. I'm like, Ugh. Um, uh, because like, I, I have a lot of energy, but then it's just like, I don't want to do and. Yeah. Well, see, for me, like, I definitely feel like I have a lot of willpower. There's yeah. a lot of things that I plan and want to get done. Uh -huh. And I start working on those things and I, and I get a good chunk done. And then I'm just like, oh, I'm so freaking tired of this. Like, why isn't this done yet? And then I start to get mad at myself and feel all this guilt because it's like, well, all these other people can do things and it just seems so easy for them. <laughs> it seems easy. What I've recognize that it seems easy for a lot of people but reality is it's not always that easy we only see a small frame right so yes exactly yeah. exactly oh my gosh oh yeah. yeah oh okay well thank you I mean yeah it, there's there's a lot to unpack like I said I can take forever and of course I scheduled like 45 minutes and I always go over <laughs> I do oh, have one more question before you go, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, you, met, you mentioned that I was um, a 4-6 projector. What does that, like, what is the 4-6? Yeah, so that is your profile. And sometimes, frankly, this 45-minute time period was something new. And I'm like, okay, that's changed. I'm probably just going to... Um, so yeah, it's, so this is the pro the profile, um, and it comes from your um, conscious or your personality and design sun and earth, the number after the decimal. You can kind of see it better over here, like that's six, and then over okay. here it's like point four. Yay for me and my branding colors. Maybe I'll shift in a little bit so it's a little easier to read. Um, but um, the, uh, the four line, this is all about uh, networking. Um, cool, like, and like relationships are something that um, are like important to you and 
yeah, like relationships are uh, something that may come like naturally to you, like networking, um, being in community with other people. Um, and then the sixth line, this is, it's called the role model. Um, and the sixth line, it's so fun. I also have a six in my profile, but essentially like for the first like 30 years of your life, it operates like a three line, which is all about like trying new things, um, experimenting. Um, it's called in human design language, the martyr, but I like to think of it as a scientist, like, oh, let me just try and see what happens. It's kind of like what I, when we first came on this, on this call, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying something new. I don't really know how this is going to work out, but we're just going to like see what happens. And that's kind of like the first, thir how the first 30 years of your life kind of come about. It's like, you're trying things, you're getting like um, a lot, you're learning a lot of life lessons in those first 30 years. It's like, boom, just trying things out. And then from age like 30 to like 50, there's this, it's called like being on the roof. And it's almost like this detached feeling and you're observing other people um, and not like necessarily wanting to like dive in and go in deep in the drama. Um, I'm on the roof right now. And I think of it with like COVID, it's like this big thing. Okay, everybody was like freaking out about masks and vaccines and social distancing. And I'm just like sitting here like, cool, you guys are all like worried. I'm like, I'm just like watching. I'm like, cool, all right, everything's gonna work out. Everything's gonna go back to normal eventually. Y'all just do your thing and I'm just sitting on the roof just kind of like being detached and observing and kind of going in and doing what I need to do at certain with certain things but that's like really where I recognize this like detached energy here um and then once you hit 50 this is like the true role model um type energy and um my dad is a six um he has a 6'2 profile, but um, he's in his 60s. So, but like my dad is just really, really wise and has like all of this like sage wisdom. Um, and people like come to him for like advice and like ask him questions. Um, my dad's a big gardener. So people are like, oh, how do you grow? Like, tell me like how you, you know, grow all your things and like do all your stuff. And like, how do you live your life? Like, um, like people come to my dad for like wisdom and advice and, um, it's just this like role model-y kind of energy. And so that's like, and it's not to say like, you can't be, people will tend to see you like as a role model with that, like six, pretty much maybe at like any stage of your life, they begin to see your wisdom, but it's just like how it feels for you is like different and the sixth line also has a little bit of like a late bloomer kind of energy to it just because like that first you're getting like all these practical life lessons in the early stages of life and then it just kind of like blossoms into this like incredible role model type energy like as you get older and this like um like true wisdom um coming through later that's like a really quick explanation 
really quick on the four part, but um, if you um, if you want to dive deeper, I do create like PDFs that um, break everything down. Um, I can send you um, information about that if that's something that where you were like, okay, I have like all these questions. How do I do this? Um, yeah, I can send you that information, no pressure, but just because in a call like this, there's a limited amount of time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> to break of everything course. down. So yeah. um, I like I like to give that option out there, but uh, like, thank you for, thank you for doing this. Let me. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? You can book your own reading and choose to be featured on the podcast. How awesome would that be? By going to my website, www.theamymay.com slash sessions. <laughs> and if you can't get enough of human design, follow me on Instagram and or YouTube at Manny underscore Jen underscore in underscore the underscore wild and catch my human design videos. Thank you again for listening and catch you in the next episode.